Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. For Henley's new Main View collection, all the luxuries and now seven-star energy efficiency. And halal home loans and investments with Hijaz. Australia versus Pakistan on SEN Test Cricket. Me personally, it doesn't matter what race, religion or culture you are. Let's be honest about it. If me saying all lives are equal has resulted in people being offended to the point where they're calling me up and telling me off, well, isn't that the bigger problem? What I've written on my shoes isn't political. I'm not taking sides. Human life to me is equal. One Jewish life is equal to one Muslim life, is equal to one Hindu life, and so on. Okay, Tessie and Test Cricket for Host Plus and Henley Homes Build with Confidence. I'm Adam Collins. I've got Barat Sundarason and Peter Lawler with me as part of our team for Bundaberg Ginger Beer. And that was Usman Khawaja, who has been uh, front and centre of the news headlines. We've got our two journalists with us for a brief panel on that. So just to recap, uh, he was wearing shoes at training two days ago, reading All Lives Are Equal on one shoe and Freedom is a Human Right on the other shoe. Pete Lawler, um, you've been uh, talking uh, with everyone around this story the last couple of days. Uh, your first perspective on it, and then we'll hear from Usman on the ground with Channel 7 a moment ago. It's exclusive to the Australian newspaper, that story, Adam Collins. Very good. Yes. Um, fascinating, isn't it? And, you know... As a journal, this is what I love. Cricket reflects who we are as Australians and as people. And it's played by people who have, who have the same problems and worries and stresses that we all have. And it's very apparent to, Us to Usman Khawaja, the first Pakistan-born Muslim to play, for, well, the first Muslim to play for Australia, mm -hmm. that this is weighing very, very heavily on him. And that was apparent to me when I saw him at training and pulled him up and said, what's that on your shoes there, mate? And it's still apparent this morning to see him down there. He's got a heavy air about him. You could, you could hear it in his... If, if you couldn't see that, if you haven't seen that video that we just played, Dan, from Insta. Um, he, uh, he's emotional about this, but he says one thing. He says, the minute I cross that line, I'm going to play cricket. It's not going to affect me. Right, before we bring Barat into the conversation as well, we've just now got audio through from Usman Khawaja uh, on the side of the field a moment ago, speaking to Mark Howard on Fox Cricket. When you're an athlete, you have a profile and you have a platform. You decided to use that platform in the last couple of days with your shoes, which don't have anything on them this morning, as sent take, take by that. the ICC. So it's, it's taped up on there at the moment. So they're the same shoes, but you've got them taped up. Your Instagram post yesterday was emotional. What was the feedback like? And... What were your thoughts before you sent it out, mate, about All Lives Matter? Um, a part of it, for me, if I'm being honest, was just a little bit disappointing. I, I don't really see the controversy 
of all lives matter and saying freedom is a human right. I don't see where it becomes political. Uh, for me, and this is personal, because it's my personal opinion, I find it hard to accept where people find what I said uh, distasteful. Uh, and no one's ever going to, you know, never going to agree with everyone. Um, and I accept that. But for me, it was always a little bit, makes me feel a little bit uneasy that people find those words uneasy. And it hasn't been just yesterday. It's been a bit of an emotional rollercoaster yeah. for the last, I guess, couple of months. Um, look, it is what it is. I'll always stand up for what I believe in, even if people, you know, don't agree with me or they don't like me saying it. Um, I want to look back on my career and say, yeah, look, I stand. I stood up for my values. I respect what I did on the field, but I also respect myself for what I did off the field. And that, that to me, at some level, probably most level, means more. When the directive came from how it was reported from the outside that the ICC said you can't wear the statement on the shoe, what was your emotion when that message was delivered to you? Uh, frustration. Mm -hmm. uh, I just think that so much has happened in the past that sets the precedent. I mean, I'm full support of Black Lives Matters. Um, there's plenty of guys who have ridden on the shoes before. Um, you know, other guys that have racial, sorry, racial, have religious um, things on their equipment and under the ICC guidelines, that's not technically allowed, but the ICC never says anything on that. So I find a little disappointed they came down hard at me and they don't always come down hard at everyone else. So that was probably the most frustrating part, but at the end of the day, I can't really do anything about it. I, all I can do is fight it um, appropriately and yep. however I can. I'm not going to get emotional because there's already enough emotion in this. Um, I'm not doing this for any other reason than to spread the word and to speak for those who don't have a voice. And that's it always came in with good intention and I'll leave with good intentions. Okay, fairly forceful Usman Khawaja there talking to Mark Howard on Fox Cricket with his taped up shoes with the messages underneath that he's disappointed and frustrated and what the ICC have said. Uh, and reflecting on the fact, Barat, that um, Black Lives Matter and other religious statements have been put on equipment before and yet he's been pulled up on this. Your, your thoughts on what you heard then? Uh, yeah, it goes with um, all the negativity I've seen on social media anyway uh, overnight. Uh, last night I flew to Perth and just before I left, Adelaide, I co-tweeted what the Uzi's, Uzi's video was, and I spoke about how when you do have a voice, it's so important to put it out there, and it's not always easy, right? You're putting yourself um, in a spot, you're kind of speaking about your beliefs, but that's going to lead to a lot of criticism, and people are going to get into a lot of what about about mm. what, where were you when this was happening, or where were you when that was happening? Mm. And then when I landed in Perth three and a half hours later, most of the comments that followed my tweet and also what Usman has to have had to face in the last 24 hours, it, it makes sense. It's, it's, a, it's a society that often needs a, a wake-up call, especially in Australia. I feel that uh, these kind of messages, when they go out there, it kind of is, is a jolt to the system where people are like, oh, yeah, but what about the fact that he didn't speak about any of this on October 7th? Or, mm. But this is a man who feels a certain way about what's happening and he, yes he believes that all lives matter and, and he wants to spread that message like what's wrong with that I don't see where we get into the realms of politics and religion that's how you interpret it I, I feel if you are uh, responding to it in that fashion and this was part of his message then that he doesn't feel like it 
is controversial or political uh, saying those statements. Indeed, the Federal Sports Minister, Annika Wells, was asked about this yesterday morning and said exactly the same thing. Her view was that um, this doesn't um, uh, contravene what the ICC say about political statements, Pete. I mean, it's clearly tricky terrain and, and it's being dealt with sensitively um, by Usman there and, and stridently as well. But uh, um, it does feel like there might be more to play out with this. Yeah, there is. there will be more to play out with this. I mean, there's a suggestion that he needs to ask for permission to do this and he'll get it and maybe he'll be able to do it in the Boxing Day test match. Um, look, it's mission accomplished anyway, Osman. Yep. You have, you, you, your message has got out there and we're talking about this and, and that's important. The game's as muddled as the rest of us on these issues. We talk about, you know, you talk about the, the issues it embraces. We're fresh from the Yes campaign. Yep. Yeah, BLM. We, we've had uh, you know, equal rights for gay and lesbian people. It's been, uh, you know, the, the game's very strong on these things, and it's great that it is. Uh, so, but where does it start? Where does it stop? It gets muddled like we all do. Um, I think what's, what's going to be most interesting now as we move from pre-game to the test match and to the summer is how does Usman take his mind from this? To playing cricket, yeah. Yeah, and that's going to be challenging, right? You can hear it's weighing heavily on him at the moment. They had a barefoot circle this morning, the Australian team, mm. as most people were wondering. And the Pakistani side were involved in that this morning, which I thought was a, a nice touch, uh, Barat. Um, uh, they were out there in the circle with the Australian team. They were, and Hassan Ali even joined. I think some of the uh, uh, the indigenous dancers, or like when he he showed his showed off his own moves. I don't know how that sits in. Really, uh, he did. Yeah, welcome to uh, a bit of cultural this, appropriation on the yeah, way through. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I was telling someone downstairs they, they seem to be more in rhythm the Pakistani cricketers than some of the Aussies. But but just on Usman, right? Going back to Pete's point, yes, the test match is about to start in a few minutes, uh, and we'll see how. He carries that forward onto the field. He's had a great 18 months as test opener, arguably the best test opener we've seen in world cricket. But it also tells you the fact that he uh, put that message on his shoe and he put the video out there that cricket's not the be-all and end-all for him. It also tells you where he is in his life right now. He's confident and he's more comfortable in his own skin than ever before. And I think that leads to... Uh, the, the way he is on the field, off the field, he's open to talk about everything that he feels impacted by and more power to him, in my opinion. Uh, interesting. I did a little survey around his colleague, teammates and things like that. Total support. Mm. Absolutely total support. Uh, don't necessarily agree with him. Not that anyone's quibbled um, with me about it, but all 100% behind Osman and what he's done. Uh, it's, a, it's a good team environment, the Pat Cummins got, and uh, they've got so much respect for Aussie. Yeah, and they have been encouraged to say what they think um, yep. over the last couple of years and to be more thoughtful. And, and a lot of them have taken up that opportunity. So I don't think this is out of context with all of that. And Pat no. Cummins spoke about it again yesterday. Indeed, uh, the new co-vice-captain, Travis Head, was tweeting about this um, last night as well, supporting I, Usman Khawaja. So. Was he? I'm not sure if that's his Twitter account. <laughs> I'm not be sure very either. careful. Yeah, be, okay. yeah that's quirky. Yeah. Okay, yeah, my I'm apologies sure. if yeah. I if I've fallen yeah. for that one. You, you I, might I be right, but I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Not it sure. was the one I follow anyway, so maybe I've been duped on. Yeah, he's on, really on two yeah. fronts. We're not far from the toss, by the way. We're two and a half minutes uh, away from going downstairs and and going uh, to that. So, I mean, there, there is plenty of other news. I've got Barat Sunderation from Crickbuzz and Pete Lawler from The Australian with me. And, and part of that has been uh, around Travis Head, and we, we discussed it in our opening segment. But from a news perspective, nice little hook for you guys yesterday that Australia have really um, said now who's going to be the next, next Test captain whenever it is that Pat Cummins... Uh... Isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's an early call, I think. Um, I'm not 100% 
sure he will be, but I think he probably should be. Yeah. Who else might you think could be in the running if you're framing up a market this far? Oh, this is a question without notice, isn't it? Sorry, Pete. Yeah. Him. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy. Baz? Interesting, I did an interview with Travis before the World Cup semi-final in Calcutta, and he spoke a lot about how being free of leadership positions, not just within the Australian team, but even with the South Australian setup, mm. has freed him up in the last 18 or so months. I mean, my question was to him, and, and the run he's had across all formats, you know, WTC final hero, World Cup hero now as well, 50-over World Cup hero, and he said that not having to do so much media as he had to when he was full-time Redbacks captain and he was playing mm. a lot of Shield cricket alongside Test cricket. Yeah. He said that he's got more time and energy to focus on his own batting and that's come through and you know he feels a lot more at ease with his own batting and that has a lot to do with the fact that he's been led to his own devices. Well, you, th that's play that dynamic is playing out before us right now. Pat Cummins has got the, got the captain's jacket on mm -hmm. and is doing the toss while all the other bowlers are warming up. Right. Yeah, yeah, the captains get spooled in so many directions. But what I like about Travis Head is when the team needs him, he comes through. And in the big moments, he comes through. And he kind of doesn't really... He, he, he's not as good. He's not as good when, it's, uh, mm. when, when, when everyone else is performing. Quite right. Yeah. 49 not out and indoor to win that Test match. World Test Championship final, World Cup final as well. I can see Pat Cummins in his blazer, Shan Masood. I can also see our friend Ravi Shastri. Oh. He's hosting the toss <laughs> by the looks of things for the host broadcaster. <laughs> and Javagal Srinath, the uh, match referee, who probably had quite a busy day yesterday. We can't be far away from them throwing downstairs. I might just get you quickly, Brett, as we wait on, on Pakistan. They're playing no spinners, mm. two debutantes, couple of all-rounders. <sighs> I'm still a bit worried they're going to win the toss and bowl here. Oh, that, They already made one mistake, in my opinion, by not picking a specialist spinner. Please, Shan Masood, if you win the bat. toss, do not bat. You've bat. got a bat, Shan. Don't Listen do what us. West Indies did last year and many teams end up doing and uh, paying for it. We do know that Shan's a, uh, got a good head on his shoulders, though, mm. don't we? He's a smart dude. He, he won't yeah, fall into yeah. that trap, surely. Hopefully not. No. And, and look, he's uh, captaining for the first time. He's the um, only Pakistani player to play a test in every year since 2013. Mm. But he's only played 30 of the 78 test matches since his debut. So you get a sense of how he's been in and out. All right. The unmistakable voice of Ravi Shastri, the toss downstairs. The pace of <laughs> bounce and pace. We're going to come up to toss time in the West Test. It's between Australia and Pakistan. The two captains, Pat Cummins. <laughs> Shan Masood, Javagal Srinath, all in readiness for the toss. Heads is the call. What's it, Javagal? Well, Pat, you won the toss. What have you decided? Uh, we're going to have a bat. It's a long time since you played a test match uh, in Australia. You must be dying to get on the park. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, since last home summer. It feels like there's been a lot of cricket in between, but there's nothing like coming home and playing a home test match on hopefully a bit quicker wicket than what we've experienced. And uh, you've had a fantastic last six months, the World Test Championship, the World Cup, the momentum, the mood in the dressing room, the morale must be fabulous. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we played a lot of cricket together, and this year in particular has been really special. Uh, we love playing together, and it's a pretty similar squad to... The, the one that won the World Cup, so it was great to see everyone after a couple of weeks and uh, enjoy a few memories. Memories of Perth, always like to uh, come back here again? Yeah, that's right. We play pretty well here, we've got, got a good record. Um, you know, it's a quintessential kind of Aussie ground where it's got pace and bounce and that suits all our batters and bowlers, so I feel really comfortable here. Nathan Lyon, back in the, uh, in the team, that must make a massive difference. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, it's no secret he's you know, the, the main guy in our bowling lineup. Uh, he bowls 
25, 30 overs a day, takes key wickets. So great to have him back in there. No real headaches in selection, but uh, any changes in your side or what's the combination? No, as, as announced, so same as um, the Oval Test match other than Nathan Lyon comes back in. Have a good one, Pat. Thank you. Cheers. Well, Sean, uh, you lost the toss. What, you, what would you have done? Yeah, we wanted to have a bat first as well. Um, the ground's got a fairly small sample size, about three test matches, but the team's batting first at one, so we wanted to do the same. But look, I mean, you have to put the toss aside and put in a good bowling performance now. How's your preparation been? You happy with the way things have gone? Yeah, I think we've been very fortunate that we've started our preparation from the 22nd of, of the last month. Um, we've got some days in Rawalpindi, uh, quite a few days in Canberra, and then about four or five days here. So we've had some ideal preparation, some match practice. I think everyone's prepared now. Now it's just time to enjoy the day, execute the skills in, and put in all the effort we can. You'll be looking forward to playing test cricket as a unit because you haven't played too much test cricket over the last few years. I think that's something we want to do as a side. We want to play more test cricket. Test cricket's the pinnacle. Um, we've got some world-class players in our side, but unfortunately, like a player like Babar Azam's only playing his 50th test match. All the best to him. We're right behind him, but uh, those are the players you want to play 100 test matches, more than 100 test matches. So we'd like to play more test cricket, but hey, um, if we can put in a good performance in this series, uh, we might be playing more test matches soon. And your bowling attack, a little inexperienced. So what is the combination of your side today? Um, we've gone with four seamers and a, and a spinner. We've got two debutants in the seaming department. Puram Shahzad, who's done really well in the domestic circuit, and Amir Jamal, who's, who's done really well in the domestic circuit over the past few years, is a bit of an all-rounder, uh, can offer some pace. So we're really excited to see how they, do, how they go. Well, have a good one, Sean. Thank you. So that's the news from the centre. It's Australia who won the toss, and they've decided to bat first. <laughs> Uh, Got to love Ravi Shastri for Fox Cricket, part of our wider SEN family as well. With the news that Australia have done as they pleased at the toss. They've won it. They will bat uh, for Pakistan, who are going to field first. Their side was named last night. A run through it first. Abdullah Shafiq, Imam Al-Haq, the captain. Shah Massoud at three. Barbara Azam, the former captain at four. Saud Shakil at five. The wicketkeeper Safra Azam at six. A couple of all-rounders. Aga Salman at seven, who bowls off spin. Fahim Ashraf, medium pacer at eight. Two debutante seamers, Amir Jamal and Kurram Shahzad, and the superstar Shaheen Shah Afridi. And Australia has carded Kawaja, Warner, Labashane, Smith, Head, Marsh, Carey, Cummins, Stark, Lyons, ha Lyon, Hazelwood, set your watch to that. Um, Pete Lawler, precisely what we expected. Um, Pakistan said they would have batted as well, which we're kind of relieved about, so they've got their head screwed on, right? But um, this looks like the kind of day where you can you know, fill your boots, really, can't you? Go. Uh, sorry, somebody pulled my plug there. <laughs> I couldn't breathe. Uh, it does look like the sort of day you can fill your boots. And were we not talking about Usman Kwadz, we would have been talking about David Warner because this is the potentially his third last test match, mm. isn't it? Mm. So will he fill his boots here or not? He, he sometimes He's been missing out a bit when the opportunity's there in the last couple of years. But I reckon... David Warner now is in a great place with his batting. That David Warner that you saw batting last summer, he's a different bloke. He's, he's, he's fixed himself up, he's got himself right, and I'm backing him for runs. And remember four years ago, Brad, when we returned from England, Warner was under the pump and, and mm. rattled off a, a century and a triple century against Pakistan. Very similar looking Pakistan attack as well. And mm. I, I just bumped into Trent Woodhill this morning, so he's part of the training 
score as well. It's very new for me, not having been to a training session in the lead-up to a <laughs> test match, as you know, Adam. But uh, he's done so much work with David Warner over the years. So I don't know whether it's a personal call that David Warner wanted Trent Woodhill to be part of the side. But uh, it's interesting to see him back. But yeah, well, Shan Masood spoke about having a spinner, a part-time spinner in Aga Salman, who's more a batter, who's yep. scored two test hundreds in the last few tests. Um, yeah, I, I'm worried with the fact that none of the Pakistani bowlers I've seen in warm-up have swung the Kookaburra. Whereas when Stark and Hazelwood are bowling on the other side, there was a lot of swing. We'll see how it goes. It really does hinge a lot on Shaheen Sharafrudi with the new ball. Barat, thank you. Pete, thank you.